This company produces some of the most beautiful and fastest cars on the planet. With only hundreds being made, they have become some of the most coveted cars around. Please welcome my favorite car manufacturing company, Pagani. everyone my name is Micah Barnes today in this history episode we're gonna be talking about a very special company especially one to me and that is Pagani Pagani has been my favorite car manufacturer since Lord even knows and anybody that knows me personally definitely knows that Pagani is by far my favorite company if you know about Pagani you know that they definitely make some very unique and beautiful cars in my opinion so Let's get into the history of Pagani. Horatio Pagani was born in Casilda, Argentina. And as a kid, he liked to build go-karts, bikes, and toy cars out of wood. You know, kind of like the ones that you'd build as a Boy Scout for the Derby car races. If anybody has done that, I made plenty of those as I was a kid since I was in Boy Scouts. And he also had the dream that I had, and that was to work at places like Lamborghini, Ferrari, and Alfa Romeo. So, fast forward a little bit, one of the first cars Horatio built was actually a dune buggy. He found a Renault Dauphine and fixed it up and applied the bodywork. Five months later, he had a complete registered car that he was able to take out. So at 18, Horatio went to the National University of La Plata for industrial design, but due to the political unrest in Argentina at the time, the classes were cancelled. So he then moved on to the National University of Rosario for mechanical engineering. He was frustrated, though, that no faculty could teach both art and science, something that Horatio firmly believed in that da Vinci spoke of. So he ended up leaving, knowing that he would just have to teach it himself. After leaving college, Horatio began working with fiberglass, to which he began making camper van shells and equipping pickup trucks for cargo transport. At 21, he used that money to start building a race car. A single-seater rear-engine car category was called Limitada Santa Ficina. The car took over a year to build and over 5,000 man-hours. If you were to work 24-7 non-stop, it would still take you 208 days to make that car with 5,000 hours. Horatio displayed the car at a dinner with over 300 people attending, including press and journalists from Rosario. Entrepreneurs technicians, and race fans. One of the journalists at this dinner said, Never, in almost 20 years of career, I had to see something equally well done, well finished, and well presented. When Horatio needed a driver for the F2 car, Augustine Biamonte, an F2 champion, said he loved the car and signed a contract with him. Pagani created the whole car, but still needed an engine, so he went to Renault. Renault ended up sponsoring the whole team for the season, and Pagani chose last season's champion, Augustin Biamonte, to drive. 
Pagani continued to try and make himself known in the automobile industry. He went to Juan Manuel Fangio, who was a Formula One driver, a five-time world champion, and a fellow Argentinian. Fangio wrote five letters of recommendation. These letters were written to Enzo Ocello, who was the founder of the Ocello Formula One team, Alejandro de Tommaso, owner of de Tommaso Automobili, producing the Pantera, as well as the later owner of Maserati, Carlo Citti, an Italian racing car and engine designer best known for his longtime work with Alfa Romeo in their racing department, Giulio Alfieri, longtime engineer at Maserati and currently working at Lamborghini at the time the letter was sent, and lastly, Enzo Ferrari, the founder of Ferrari. After these letters were sent, Lamborghini offered him a job to work on some new projects, the LM, which was supposed to be the first luxury SUV, but they ended up canceling the project. He then went to the headquarters and asked for a job, and so it happened. They gave him a job in the body shop. He wanted to be a designer, but he was still somewhere they wanted to work as a kid, so he was still happy. They later moved him to composite material department, where they experimented with something we all know today as lighter than fiberglass, carbon fiber. Even though they experimented with it, Lamborghini didn't own one and Pagani pushed for them to buy one, but Lamborghini didn't, so he ended up going out, getting a loan and buying one himself. Pagani ended up working on a special edition Countach, named the Countach Evolution, and with that autoclave he bought, he made the carbon fiber body for the Countach and it ended up being a thousand pounds lighter, which is a ton of weight for cars. In 1985, this was the first car to be made entirely out of composite materials, which is something that we'll see later on that Pagani continues to do. It cost Lamborghini so much though to make this car that they never made any for the public. He did continue to design other parts for other cars, and his research was definitely used for other projects within the company. Pagani ended up leaving Lamborghini after not being able to make the car he wanted to and believing that his designs did not represent the charging bull. When he left, of course he took the carbon fiber autoclave and started making parts for Ferrari F1 teams, Dallara Race Chassis Company, making chassis for F1, IndyCar, and so on, and Aprilla Racing Motorcycle Parts. In 1992, he started the creation of what we all know as the Zonda. He used all the carbon fiber in the world because he could, using his own machine, to make his dream car. Once again, he needed an engine for the car and once again reached out to Manuel Fangio. You know, the five-time F1 world champion who also sent those letters of recommendation. He got him in contact with the lead engineer at Mercedes-Benz, who agreed to give Pagani a Mercedes-Benz V12 to use for his cars. Horatio's dream for the Honda was fully funded by himself, as he did not believe that anyone would believe that he could accomplish such a dream. His intention with the Zonda was to create his dream car and make it so captivating that on an emotional level that people would buy it on the spot without even thinking. Horatio said he took a lot of inspiration of the design of the car from the curves of a woman and the aggressiveness of a bomber fighter as well as taking styling inspiration from the 80s and 90s Le Mans car. These inspirations continue to show in later models of his cars as well. I quote, The shape had to be sensual. The wheel arches should recall a woman's bossoms. The rear bonnet, the hips. Inside, the seats would be shaped like 
an inverted pyramid to wrap around the shoulders, giving a sense of power to the man and protection to the woman. A complicated search of simple ideas. In a word, the Zonda. After years of prototypes, Pagani finally debuted the Pagani Zonda at the Geneva Motor Show in 1999. This was the Pagani Zonda C12, named after the Zonda Wind, which is a regional air current above Argentina. The car took the show by storm. A guy not known in the industry showing up with that amazing, beautiful, and powerful car, it shocked everyone. The Zonda C12 made 450 horsepower, 490 pound-feet of torque, and did 0-60 to 60 in under 4 seconds. These ones were first priced at around $240,000, and only 5 of the original were built. This was the first road car to be presented with the fully naked carbon look. One year after the Geneva Auto Show, he showed up to it again with an even better version called the Pagani Zonda S. Now with 555 horsepower and 750 pound-feet of torque. Quite the upgrade from the Zonda C12. Later models of the Zonda would be the Roadster in 2003. A fun fact, the first Zonda Roadster was not completed until a mere couple of days before the Geneva Auto Show. Talk about calling it close. The Zonda F, named after Fangio, you know, the five-time F1 world champion again, also a roadster version, and later the Zonda R, a track-focused variant made to do some serious speeds, hitting 218 miles an hour in a sequential gearbox that could change gears in 20 milliseconds. This is definitely a car I would love to see, and even more here, ripping around a track. They then took that car and made a street-legal version of it called the Zonda Schink, as well as making a roadster version of it. Next up came the Tricolor, a very limited run version with only three of them being made. Now there's still lots of other special editions, mostly one-off cars made specially for specific owners, but these are the ones that were all made to the public and, you know, mass-produced. Yes, I know mass-produced is usually thousands upon thousands, but since we're talking about small company, a hundred to them is mass. So these are the cars I'll mostly be focusing on, is the ones that are made for the public and not made for certain people. But I will definitely touch on some of these in the future that are definitely standout-ish. In 2011, the Pagani Huayra debuted, once again at the Geneva Auto Motor Show. Huayra, named after Huayra Tata, the wind god in South America. Once again, this car was powered by the Mercedes-Benz V12 and with twin turbos making a whopping 720 horsepower with a top speed of 238 miles per hour. Pagani announced they were only going to be selling 100 of this model, and this was the first Pagani that I had ever seen. I went to a car show up in Chicago at a Ferrari dealership where they had countless of these extremely rare and high-end cars, one of them being a Koenigsegg 1.1, but my eyes were on the Pagani the whole time, and I was so happy to finally see one. It had been a dream of mine ever since I was a kid to see one in person, because there's such a limited run car. It's not like you're ever going to see one every day, or, you know, every month or so. Unless if you're really traveling, and obviously, or maybe if you own one. But for me, this was such a great experience, I'll absolutely never forget. It was just a base wire with black exposed carbon fiber with orange accents and I was just beyond happy to see it. 
In 2015, they announced their newest creation, the Pagani Huayra BC, named after Benny Cayola, the a friend of Pagani, and actually his very first customer. The BC is the Huayra on steroids, as I like to say. An even faster upgrade model with a new wing, updated interior, as well as a new titanium exhaust. If you've ever seen a Pagani exhaust, and you know what I'm talking about, how it's this beautiful four quad tip exhaust and this beautiful burnt metal that's blue and purple. They even have special engineers that bend the exhaust in certain ways so that the car sounds the way that it does. At the 2017 Geneva Motor Show, Pagani unveiled the Huayra Roadster, announcing once again that they'll only be making a hundred of these. The Roadster had a new look to it as a whole new redesign of the Huayra that looks beautiful in my opinion like all their cars do. Pagani announced that the Roadster was more lightweight than the Coupe, which made it the first company to ever have a convertible that weighs less than the Coupe version. This is a huge step in accomplishment for them, as this has never been done. Convertibles have always weighed more because since they have a weaker roof line, the car has to be reinforced in other areas in case of a crash, usually making them heavier. This was actually the second Pagani I'd ever seen. I've only seen two, so I've seen the base Huayra, and then I just saw a Huayra Roadster. I ended up seeing this one in Columbus at Esoteric Detail, if you know that. I live in Ohio, so that's why I'm around Ohio, Chicago area. Um, it's this beautiful dark blue exposed carbon fiber, and if I were to order Pagani, this is exactly the way I would order it. It was absolutely perfect in my eyes. In 2019, they announced their newest addition to the Huayra family, the Huayra Roadster BC. As if the normal Roadster wasn't already crazy enough. Once again, paired with the V12 twin turbo setup, this car has a top speed of estimated to be around 210 miles per hour, and has a dry weight that is even less than the normal Huayra Roadster, once again pushing that low weight number. This year, in 2019, there's also the new Huayra Amola, which is named after a famous Italian racetrack, in which there's only going to be five of these cars made. So far, only two have been created, or at least shown off so far, and it's taken quite a few new design choices. It allows a lot of extra aerodynamic pieces on the side skirts, rear end, front bumper, that really make the car distinct from the other Huayra models. Now that we've talked about the whole history of Pagani, let's get into some of the unique engineering and fun facts about the company. So Pagani only makes about 40 cars a year, so when they make 100, it takes a little over 2 years for them. Granted, they don't make any of you know, special models, which usually they do make a couple of those. Some fun facts about Pagani's. On the Huayras, the rear view mirrors are made to look like a woman's eye looking back at you whenever you drive as well as one wheel on the Huayra takes 11 days to make. So what is it like to buy one of these cars? Well there's a few dealerships here in the states which is where I'm from. You can go and make a car there with all these different you know paint and leather options to make it exactly the way that you want. The you know Pagani really strives after making it unique as to you as well as the option to go meet and talk to him and tour the factory. Some famous people that own a Pagani is Dwayne Johnson, who owns a Pagani Huayra, and Lewis Hamilton, who's a Formula One driver if you don't know him, who owns a Pagani Zonda, and a very special model. With that, hopefully you learned something new today about Pagani's history and how they got started and where they're at now. If you have any questions, send me an email. 
I will continue to update you guys on the newest high-end cars coming out as well as the creation behind them in my creation episodes. So if you want to deep dive into a specific car like the Huayra, then head over to the creation episodes to learn more. I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode, and safe travels everyone.